and welcome to episode 31 of Gumpler Club. We've taken an extended break, so it's been a few months since the last one, and before that we did a live thing, I don't think everyone watched it, but let me introduce you, it's a very special episode because it's a little bit different. So, as always, we have Callum Gunn calling in from Berlin, Germany. Hello, thanks for having me as usual. William Potter, he resides in somewhere in London, I believe it's the south. I reside and I'm alive. And we've got our good mate Bambi, um, friend of the show. He's calling on for the first time. That's a jolly pleasure to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. And yeah, how's it been, lads? How, how's everyone been? Like, it's it's been a harsh lockdown. The thing that has really surprised me is that despite having way more free time, I've built even less Gumpler. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a little phase there where I was just like, I'm going to make everything. And I blasted through <laughs> everything in my backlog. But after that, it's been kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> I will get onto it, I'm sure. Yeah, but, I'm building one now. Right now. Right now. Right now, I know, I know. I oh know. My Somebody God. stop me. Holy shit. Callum, what are you building? I'm building the real grade crossbone. X1. Ooh. And let me tell you, this is nice. It uh, Weirdly, I ordered it about what, two weeks ago. Something like that. Can you guys remember? You I can't remember. I ordered yeah. one four months ago and it arrived last week. Oh. Yeah. I got oh. mine super quickly. Uh, and so far, uh, well, I'm building it now. I'm building the waste. I'm going out of step with the manual here. I've built the backpack, which is a core fighter, which is... Mm-hmm. I've not one of the, not one of the worst core fighters. No, I like I like its boosters. It's so it's split into four, and that makes the whole X thing, right? Yeah, it's like the big. Yeah, it's the defining feature. Apart from the cape, which I've yet to build, it's the but I'm looking forward crossbow. to that. Otherwise, it'd just be bone gun down. Exactly, and uh, yeah. I've got the torso and the head here, and I've, it's got a, a rather fetching tiny skull on the forehead. Much mm. like myself. <laughs> how's, how's, how's it been then? Because I've only built the core fire. I've not built the rest. Like It's a pretty small boy, isn't it? Yeah, but it's really good. I'm yeah. always saying I'm such a sucker for RGs, but like, yeah, this is knocking out the proverbial park again. Uh, In what sense? Yeah, it's lovely. It's got some nice colour separation. There's some... It's a nice deep blue, which is not always the best plastic to work with, but it seems like it's okay. And it's got, like, the new RG mechanics, like, undergated parts, oh. all that good oh, gear. It's the part of the, the Gumpler Evolution project, isn't it? So oh, like, yeah. This is Big their time. extreme detail model, right? Yeah. If anything, it's a, it's a little too detailed. I've got a massive fright from that skull and crossbones. God, <laughs> scary stuff. <laughs> Um, the terrifying so the, the crossbone, crossbone is a bit smaller than your regular suit, isn't it? Is that sort of obvious? It's late UC, isn't it? So because late UC, all the suits get sort of smaller, don't they? So like the F ninety one and crossbone and that. Just I ended tiny. up not liking that about the F ninety one though. It just looks a bit pathetic. Well, but the high grade, the... yeah, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit basic, isn't it? So yeah, the RG is nice though. Yeah, the F ninety one with the extreme detail. No, the MG, I mean. I said RG, what a dumbass. I've not built the MG. I've heard it's bad. It's, the MG's good. I've got it somewhere. 
<laughs> I enjoyed it. Even the even the, the the box of the crossbone is like, yeah, he's just like a small lad. It's fine though. It's still RG guys. Like it completely destroys him like so many hecklers. I can't wait to make the inner frame on that sort of fucking tiny motherfucking kit. Like, yeah, I just can't imagine it. It just kind of fucks me up in the head. I haven't even looked at the legs yet, actually. Let's take a look here. Uh, oh, it doesn't look too bad at all, actually. Mm-hmm. It looks like... Yeah, pretty minimal inner frame, to be honest. Fair fucks, but... There you go. If it the works. The said. I've been building the fucking... Uh, so, I've had I've had a lockdown journey, lads. Uh, you have, haven't you? As I said, I blasted through <laughs> all of my backlog some months ago. Hmm. So I've built the turn A, I've built the double Z of a car, I've built various other things that I can't remember making. Um, and as a result, I had no kits. But now I have a MG Mark II 2.0, we've got an MG Zeta 2.0. Nice. Um, I've got a real great crossbow. Is, is that Char Zeku? No, the Zeta. Zeta, yeah. Misheard. I'll cut that out. Look like a fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, man. What are you on about, mate? Do you know what oh. a Gundam is? Is that Shaw Zeta? <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> Suddenly became English for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. I can't help Anytime I want to make myself look bad, I go, oh, well, what am I like? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Though I bought a RG crossbow which I'm making now, and I bought an RG force impulse. As Bloody well. hell, you've restocked. But I've also done something else, which might be a silly idea. Um, so I noticed that uh, Samuel Decal had like a big, perfect grade X in stock by Deban, so it's like a knockoff, isn't it? Sirens um, in the distance. Uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> um... It's time for illegal kit news. It comes with all the repair parts and the avalanche parts, and I was like, well, I just kind of want the Exia. So I sent, I sent him a message, old Mr. Samuel Decal, and he split it all out for me and halved the price. Like, so the base Exia and the LEDs cost me, what, 80 quid? Hey, that's not bad, you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know what money is. Yeah. That's good money. It's good for the amount of fucking plastic that came through to my door. Um, and the legit one is what? Two, three hundred quid? It's like three hundred oh. quid. Yeah, Oof. it's like three hundred pounds. Uh, that's, that's money. The one so, Sam bought before he died. Yeah, before he <laughs> died. what money is, too. Rest I believe peace. he's posthumously built it now, though. It looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> um, but fucking hell. So I booked four days off work, well, two days off work, over the weekend. <laughs> right? Four like, or two, I'm, make your mind up. Just shut up. I know numbers. Uh, your story straight Cummings <laughs> right so on my, on my first day off I was like I'm going to blast through this PGX here and by the end of it it's going to be all built so the first bit of the X is you you're making the stand right and you've got to wire up all the LED modules through it and because it's the band the moulding's kind of off so yeah. one of the tolerances between the wires uh, well like a wire channel like severed the wire for the LED and this is like the main fucking one so, like, ten minutes in to me making Shit. this perfect great exit, I immediately fuck it up by oh. severing the cable, like, completely. And it's, it's oh, beyond... no. It's, like, beyond repair. Like, I've tried to patch the cable. It's just not happening. But luckily enough, 
A kind soul in the UK Gumpler Modelers Facebook group is sending me another LED set. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, he's got one of the third-party ones. He bought three because he thought they didn't work properly, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> so he just had them, so... <laughs> so is this costing you extra on top of your... 80 quid, yeah, he's charging me £30 for the LED set, but Bandai's charging £150 for some fucking lights. So. God, that yeah. is insane. It's nuts, it's stupid, like, it's lights. <laughs> LEDs as well, which are, like, famously cheap. Yeah, mm. isn't it? Like, I've I've LED'd up my entire computer for about £2, so... Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's also on fire, but it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Shall we get onto some news and some new kits? My yeah, go on then. I feel like there's a million things. There's a lot of shit about. on this list. It's been, been a little while. We could we could halve it by not talking about P Bandai, but I want to talk about it because some of them are really cool. Okay, okay. and and Bambi, I think we've we've explained P Bandai. But if there's anything that we start talking about that's like too inside a baseball. Even though you've done an excellent job of catching up on on Gundam and what it's Thank all you. about. Oh, we, we should say, yeah. Bambi is yeah. pretty new to Gundam. Yeah, uh, no idea, really. So do you want to give us a primer on your history? Uh, it's up until about a month ago, Zero, I think. I was introduced <laughs> by uh, the the sadly lost uh, Sam Smith to uh, some Gundam, Gundam content. And I've just been watching the movies and I'm about 20 episodes into Zeta. And that's about it so far. Oh, playing the game a lot, the new game, which we'll talk about later. Um, so that's so a lot of what you just said in the last 20 minutes gone right over my head. I know the crossbow's got a cape. Is it a multi-part <laughs> cape or is it a single-part cape? That's it's what a multi-part I, cape, my friend. It's a it's multi-part, multi-part cape. Okay, that's very important. But We're apart fancy from that, around here. Yeah, no idea. So I'll, I'll ask some questions later. I'm taking those. So <laughs> on to news and new kit news. Our first story is a new one-to-one Gundam is to be erected. And I mean, choice of words. Erected Gundam. Um, and in the most free country of them all, the Freedom Gundam is going to be built in China in 2021. And apparently it's going to be following the blueprint of the real grade uh, Ooh, Freedom okay. that's already out. Um, so bits are going to fall off it like every time it's, it's going to fucking yeah. go <laughs> that's, that's just cool. becomes a hazard that's cool like are they going to just plop Gundams around the world I wonder like that would be nice look I've not seen the seed but is this like this is one of is the this most really popular, popular? this is one of the most popular Gundams like I, I'd put like on the most popular Gundam scale I'd be like it's RX-78-2 it's it's freedom. Exactly. It's unicorn and wing, wing zero custom. Those are the top four Gundams, I'd say. So I don't know how they'd ever make a real wing zero custom because it has real fucking wings. So you know, whatevs. Well, wings can be found in nature. <laughs> so yeah, not a fucking it's twenty meter one around. unless you're a dinosaur, Callum. Maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyway, I'd like to see it. They they got that new one coming up in Yokohama, and I've been following it quite closely. Yeah, they've been. It's not them releasing the the photos, I suppose. It's just curious nerds. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not open yet. It was that's looking to be. cool. 
It looks great. I mean, yeah. seeing it moving is stupid. It's like crazy. Like, I cannot wait to go and visit him when I can. My son. My 18 meter long moving <laughs> son. <laughs> so it just sort of walks in place though, right? It, it sort of just lifts He doesn't actually its... walk freely. He's like hoisted. Right. Like, Gundam Info have um, released like a documentary series. It's all English subbed about how they've made it. Oh, and, right. Uh, oh, cool. Engineering. And it's really good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd g- give it a watch on their YouTube channel. Yeah, um, what's the URL for that? I don't know. Search Gundam oh. Info in YouTube and all. No, the first bit. YouTube is a. That uh, doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> what you need to type is in y o u p o r n dot com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that should take you. Okay, to cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> a little uh, Scott Pilgrim joke there. With the uh, hey, Amazon dot ca. What, what website is that? <laughs> Man, that that film's ten years old. It is. I is feel it? Very old. Oh, I, um, was, I was sixteen. And I thought that was really cool because I really liked that film and I got all the jokes. I do, I do love that during a global pandemic, Japan has, you know, grit their teeth, persevered and carried on building a giant robot for children. Like, yep. it's, you know, pretty admirable. Not to be outdone, China has announced its own. <laughs> <laughs> Proclaiming it to be the freest of all Gundams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as ever, we've recorded this podcast in a bad spot because uh, our second news story is there is a massive new Gumpler announcement coming in fall 2020. Um, it's probably going to be that new perfect grade that they announced. The perfect grade unleashed. Uh, if we can uh, yes. cast our minds back to the last time we recorded. Um, they like putting like extra words on the end of the grade and I just get confused. <laughs> it's like what is I don't what is it what does it do what's different about it? Mm. So on to actual kits then. Uh, we've got two new Vercars that have been announced. So we've been out of the game a while, lads. God Jesus. Um, so we've got the a new grade, which is Master Grade Extreme. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's like it's not just a Master Grade. <laughs> it's, it, it's not it's just not just a Master Grade, grade Vercar. It's Master Grade Extreme Vercar. Please. What? Why? Who cares? And so, it's not only that, but it's another unicorn. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, for Bambi, have enough of these. Who might not know? Vercar means it's just the guy who's designed it, and he designs really good kits. Ah, uh, thank you. So he's uh, done a Vercar unicorn already, right? Unicorn Vercar came out a long time ago. Let me just check. Like, was that before the OVAs and yeah? Because so this one looks like it has LEDs. Maybe that's the difference. That that's the extreme it's a new part. mold. So Unicorn Vercar came out in two thousand seven. Oh wow! Ooh. So that's two. That's, that predates the OVA by two years. Um, Wait, where? Yeah, the OVA came out in two thousand nine. Well, then how did they have the unicorn? Because it was a novel. Unicorn was uh, a novel that got adapted right. into an OVA, but it was really. It's like Halfway's Flash now. Wasn't it like really racist as well? And then they had yeah, to it, it was. <laughs> Good old Welcome senile to this Tomino. wonderful hobby shot. <laughs> uh, let's get on to the unicorn Verka extreme master grade. Fucking, I don't know. I'm up for this though because they they did it a PG looks... unicorn that lit up, and I yeah, was like, but That's this comes too with the hanger that the unicorn busts out of as well. It looks so, stunning. To be fair, mm. it does doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, all the it LEDs. It warm up to the unicorn, but oof, those yeah. glowy bits. 
So it looks like the psycho frame inside is clear because you can turn it into like the green form of the unicorn as well, as well as the destroy mode. Mm. And it comes with a separate stand for three shields. <laughs> <laughs> They're all individually light up. Do you get three shields with it? Yeah. I imagine it's expensive. Do you want to know the damage on this fucker? Oh, is there a price? Uh, yeah, there is a price, and it's unreadable on the website that I linked you to. <laughs> it's it's 25,300 yen. Oh my god. <laughs> £182 sterling at time of recording. That's a lot for an MG. Yeah, that is a lot. That's all. That pretty much double. I mean, Bandai double. also seem to think that LEDs cost a lot of money. It's so, weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really strange. I'm sure it will come down as they start to make more more stuff like. It's this. weird, though, isn't it? It's like who told them they could charge that much for <laughs> LEDs? So the original Unicorn Vokar came out at five thousand five hundred. <laughs> wow, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. So it's. Four times as much. Okay. okay. That's insane. Do you reckon in Japan, they're like us here with Freddos? They're like, oh, can't believe the price of LEDs. They used to be 10p. <laughs> we need to do some deep dive research onto the cost of LEDs in Japan. <laughs> like, like, Back when I was a lad, LEDs were 10 a penny. Fucking hell. It looks good, though. It looks so good. But it does. I'd, I've been waiting for a unicorn as well. I don't love the unicorn, but this looks fucking sick. Like, yeah, what was the last one? The RG. Yeah, the RG has a LED version as well that you can oh. get. Yes, but then that's going to be tiny. It is small, but the RG Unicorn is one of the best kits. <laughs> they sell the RG Unicorn at the shop across from my work. So one day, one day, baby, one day. Not the How Banshee. Have you not bought that. So they've also speaking of RG Unicorn. They, there's a Gundam base limited, so it's only sold at the Gundam base shops. Of the RG unicorn that comes like fully loaded out with every fucking accessory the unicorn has ever had. Oh wow! Uh, with a blue frame, and it costs like ten thousand yen. It's fucking ridiculous. Phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, onto our next Verkar, and remember that big list of popular Gundams I gave you. What is the next oh, yeah. most popular Gundam? It's. The Wing Zero, Endless Waltz, Verkar. Okay. Okay, I'm excited to see this. So, there is a Wing... Dece price? The price is... 6,050 6, yen. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, we only have this box art. Yeah, we only have the lineup, but it looks pretty good. Like, I'm alright with that. Yeah, so, okay. wings look like such a hassle, though. On the RG, they like, they were good. Like they were fine. But yeah, I like the RG of that. Yeah, your mileage may vary. Well, we don't know what this one's like. So this also has a kit, believe it or not, uh, from two thousand and four, a master grade. So, but that one was four thousand. So six thousand five hundred for a Vercar is pretty standard now, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, <sighs> I don't know. It just looks good. It looks good. But I have no desire to build another one of those. So. Uh, if you thought the unicorn Verkar was crazy, uh, the next item on our list is a 1 to 144 scale RX 70-2 oh, What? Uh, Gundarium Alloy uh, Gundam. So this is cast in metal. I believe. How are your clippers going to get through that? 
I don't think you clip them off, do you? Maybe you do. I don't know. Yeah, there's little, there's little sprues, man. There's sprues on the yeah, pictures. What the hell? It has sprues, but it's made out of metal. What the fuck do you cut them out with? Metal injection molding. The kit's exterior armor is fully molded in metal. That's insane. Oh, okay. So it's got a oh. separate little tray of the metal bits, and then it's got the rest. Oh, so it's got oh. like a it's got a, like a frame, and the metal bits go on top. Then. Right, oh, that's quite cool, actually. It looks really it nice. It looks really cool. Um, it comes in a matte black box, yeah. which I can I can I would buy the box. <laughs> uh, the G forty F came in a matte black box, and that was fucking banging. The price, Ooh. however. <laughs> The price is <laughs> yeah. uh, a cool two hundred and twenty thousand Japanese yen. That's about fifteen hundred pounds, sixteen hundred pounds. I mean, my car costs less than that, and it's got a lot more metal. So, please subscribe to our <laughs> Patreon so we can buy <laughs> one and share it among us. That is insane. Yeah, it's nuts, huh? Right. I look forward to seeing reviews of it or something though just some motherfucker I want to know what's going on so the next two bits on our list are both P Bandai uh, for now anyway Um, so the Yokohama Gundam has a different design and because it has a different design it has two new model kits one in 1100 and one in 1 to 144 of the Yokohama Gundam Um, and I don't know if I like this guys I don't think I, I do. Like it. It's got a lot of lines, and I like lines. I think when we said this in our little chat that we've got, Sam said it looks like it's been drawn on, and I have to. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one one hundred looks cool. I think the one to one forty four will be a mess. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think the the bigger scale does lend itself better to that amount of detail. Like it looks like, yeah, maybe like too the, much. The lines almost look like too thick mm, on the cell shading. One one forty four. Yeah. It does, yeah. Maybe maybe someone's just gone on with a sharpie and just like, yeah, that's why it looks so bad. The, the thing is, is that the one one hundred comes with like a normal stand, but the one one forty four comes with the like Gundam dock little hanger base. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Who has the space for that though? That is massive. When you have a Gundam room, you have the space for anything. Really. All right. Um. Our next bit is a uh, P Bandai Master Grade that should not be P Bandai because <laughs> fuck you. Is do you remember the Stormbringer? Nope. Indeed, it was a, it was from. Don't you remember? We read out a bit of that uh, fucking uh, novel that was pu- published online. Will oh that yeah. was it like Gimli okay. and Balls or something? Gim and Balls World Challenge. Sorry, a horny fan fiction that was official. Yeah, it was the horny fan fiction that was official. That was very badly translated. <laughs> Gim, so Gim and balls is what we're saying. Just as someone that hasn't seen this before. Yeah, listen, okay. you got to get used to this weird name. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not touching. <laughs> Gim and balls. <laughs> Gim and balls. <laughs> Gim and balls. No bother. Uh, this is the full armor uh, Stormbringer that also comes with a gym head, and it looks fucking sick. That like, does look I'm, nice. I love the look of this thing. Like, I like the Stormbringer before, but. It looks so much better with that GM head and that all heavy yeah. armor type shit. Like stuff like this should just should be normal release. Like, there's no need to make it P Bandai. Like people For, like the buy this. Briefest second there, I forgot it was P Bandai, and I was like, oh yeah. And now <laughs> I'm just sad. 
every every time we record, we just get sad about P Bandai for about twenty minutes. This looks rad, even down to the cool camel background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on to the next one is uh, is a uh, is Bandai reacting to a third party. Uh, so Dragon Momoko or MJH as they are now called. Uh, released a Testament Gundam, which is one from Seed Astray manga. And it's, it proved to be immensely popular. So Bandai have created Ooh. their own and made it P Bandai in true Bandai fashion. And this it is looks coming like out. an allergic reaction more than anything. It honest. looks like a wasp. <laughs> it's just red. It's the same red everywhere. I hate it. It's a bit much. I like its little arm thing, but that's the only thing I like. like everything else can fuck off. It's got silly heels on. It's got massive heels. How is he going to run around? Does yeah, the the the, the reds are not quite matching. They're close enough to match, but not quite close enough to look like natural. It's kind of a bit triggering in a way. I'm going to stop it's looking really at it. Over designed, isn't it? It's it is. Like, yeah. If everything wasn't just like dipped in red, then mm, I might mm. like it a bit more. But um. Onto our next P Bandai piece. It's the real grade Sword Impulse Gundam, and I hate Bandai so much because I love the Impulse. This is wicked, and I it's like the swords. Sword Impulse specifically. <sighs> like the Sword That's Impulse Masterpiece is normal, right? Is a normal release, but the real grade is a P Bandai release for some reason. Fucking hate it. It looks so good. I want one really badly. So what's how would you describe this? <laughs> it's got it's two got... massive swords and it's yeah. red but not too red. Just red enough. Yeah. I like, it, I like it's got it. it's got a kite as well. He's flying a kite at some that's point. A, that's <laughs> a boomerang. Man. It's a giant <laughs> twenty meter boomerang. <laughs> okay then. It does look very cool. Like we we can complain about P Bandai. Has has it got any easier for us to get them over here? I've noticed like yeah, um, Hobby Frontline seemed to stock them. Um, they are like quite expensive though. So I ordered my first P Bandai during lockdown as well. That's, Ooh. Um, I ordered the high grade uh, Hyvenlay Two Ra from Advance Vizeta. Uh I'll paste. I have it. no idea what you just said. <laughs> It looks so good. <clears throat> looks like a load of conjoined magpies. So yeah, that's the Hyven Blade <laughs> 2 Ra. It looks so fucking sick. And we never see Advance of Zeta stuff come out normally. So I thought, if I get one Advance of Zeta, it's going to be the best one. And this is the best one. I would have called that Hazenflay 2 Ra. Hazenflay 2 Ra. And this, just double checking that this page isn't being translated <laughs> yeah I ordered this P Bandai one but I ordered it from uh, a site called Side7 Exports and right. they get all of the um, so it's just a dude who lives in Japan basically that likes to go to the Gundam front and uh, he runs a shop and all the P Bandai is way cheaper than anywhere else I've found cool. uh, awesome. shipping might take longer I've been warned uh, but I'm in no rush. I've got a big pile of kits. So if you're after P Bandai, that's a little shout out to Side 7 Exports. We'll see if everything arrives 
properly and well packed, but I've heard only good things. Before side seven got blown up. Before side seven got blown up. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> Wait, I've seen that, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> and and the last one, our last P Bandai piece for the show is uh, a Gundam Plutone. So this is from a double O prequel manga and it's it's really nice. Like, I like this. That is nice. yeah. This should be a normal release again. Like it just looks fit. It's got little GN cables hanging out from the back of it. Is that a prequel thing for double yeah. O? It's like a cables. prototype Gundam before right. like I think the Gundams we saw in double O were the fourth generation Gundams, so there's like three whole others that we've not seen. So for, for Bambi, for your context, uh, mm-hmm. in Double O, the Gundams have these things called GN drives, which are like basically big nuclear engines on the back of their suits that power them. So I guess this, this is like an early prototype, right? Yeah, that's why, you know, they've got all the cables hanging out from the back of it, because the X cool. like refines that, doesn't it? Yeah, right. if those lit up, that would look awesome. Yeah, I'm guessing was... they don't. Yeah, it's a shame we've not seen this in a master grade, but I'm happy that it's yeah. a model kit. And this is this is the kind of thing that is fine to be P Bandai, in my opinion. Like, it's got shades of G Self about it. It, it does. does. Yeah. 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 I don't know what it is though. Like, is it the it's head? A round head. I think yeah. The head yeah, shape. Yeah. It's the head. We uh, baldy baby baby head. <laughs> <laughs> you know when babies are born and their skulls are just super weak. Mm. Yeah. Weeks, weeks, not. And you, and you look at the top of a baby's head <laughs> and you see it move in. It's weird, man. I love just laughing at babies and their yeah. shit, weird, weak heads. Yeah, they're just so weak, these stupid babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what Move. fun we have and what fun we cut out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Swiftly, we have, uh, believe it or not, uh, Bill Divers Rerise is still happening. Oh my um, god, yeah, I get phone so, notifications that the episodes are about to premiere. People say it's good? I don't know about that. Who I are don't, these people, though? I don't Do you think, trust them? No. Would you I trust them with your life? Would no. you trust them with your wallet? No. It's bad. We have uh, Gundam Anima Rise, which is coming out in August. It's a high grade. And it's like got little Voltron stamps all over it. Oh, boy. <laughs> so it's just a core Gundam. And it seems to have some super robot thing about it. It looks cool. And but it's just the same fucking core Gundam looking thing. I don't like Not it. Not into it, I'm afraid. Nah. It's a bit Sentai. Alright. Yeah. Another or how about another re-rise? Yeah? We've got Tri Age Magnum. Now I like the look of this quite a bit. Oh. This looks cool. This is this guy, he's a lad. He's got a big sword and a cape. Like, this is ticking all my boxes. And he's not pictures, afraid to wear like a, the cape. He's the not afraid. Card. I like it. It's nice. This is a good design. Well done, Gundam Build Divers Reprice. You it's finally managed fan, it. Big fan of this second last image here, which depicts what seems to be a slither of forgotten plastic on a stand. Mm. <laughs> it, it looks it's the smallest terrible. thing of all time. It looks terrible. Why did they do that? I don't get it. Ah, so they could re-rise. The, the 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 build. Moving swiftly onwards, we've got the high grade Gundam Ajiraboshi from I Am Blooded Orphans. This is from the smartphone game Erder Hunt, which was cancelled and will never come out. 
Um, Wait, just to repeat for you, Bambi, Erder Hunt. Er- Erder Hunt. Okay. Erder. I don't like this at all. It's a game set in Cornwall. <laughs> Erder Hunt. <laughs> this looks shit, man. Like, yeah. this looks just honking. Like, it looks terrible. What it's pathetic! It's got a little smartphone nib stylus attachment. <laughs> Maybe that's the tie-in. <laughs> Fuck this, this that was terrible. Yeah. Fucking hell. A designated rifle is included. Um, <laughs> this is like a I don't sh- get it. A like, shield. A shield with moving claws that open on both sides and a gimmick where a needle is shot out is included. <laughs> Think of the fun you could be having with Hajiro Boshi. Remember all that cool P Bandai stuff we looked at that we can't have because it's too expensive? Yeah. This this is the shit we get. Yeah. Moving onwards, we've got a uh, wing kit. They're coming out yes. with a few more new wing kits. Ooh, okay. They've got the heavy arms HGAC one to one forty four. This looks good. Whoa. I like this. This looks very cool. This looks exactly like the old heavy arms action figure I had. Are oh, you yeah, gonna get like it? Like a, like a transformer. Mm. <laughs> I said the T word. God damn it! Not again. Um, I like this. I don't know because there's an MG, isn't there? That is a bit beefier. Or at least yeah. it looks beefier. Well, it's nice to have it in high grade, either way. Right. Yeah, it looks cool. It's very sort of refined and, and quite trim. It's not too... Because mm. some heavy arms are just like literally just every guns. surface. More guns gun. than mobile suit. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this actually looks like a mobile suit. I like it, yeah. Good, cheap and cheerful. Perfect. Um. So, moving on again. We've got um more Haropla coming out has anyone actually been getting the harrow kits i i just got the first one the, the like standard green one i've got uh i've got a green one and i got freya uh the pink one from seed because she likes seed um and it's now she she she's realized that all of the uh, bases attached to each other and right. she's fucked now that's it <laughs> like she wants the the little panda men as well like, oh god the beer guys the panda guys and all that but this yeah. latest one Harrow Fitter it looks like it's in some kind of baby's chair <laughs> <laughs> like not like a funny. little baby bouncer this does look like the Fisher Price for Harrow it's got a little and keyboard inside it doesn't, doesn't look it. very pleased about it either he's sort of got eyes that yearn <laughs> to be free kill me uh-huh. Help me or kill me. Do you remember the Harrow loader that came out? That was just a fucking aliens thing. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. That aliens was power cool. armor. That was fucking sick. This is baby shit in comparison. Yeah. That seems stylish. This is like, you know, I don't have any Gumpler or anything, but like, I would have mine posed in the like, you know, a like powerful way, you know, like legs displayed, guns out, and stuff like that. What are you going to do with this one apart from threateningly like repaint a wall? Like it's really I think that's strange. the point, though. I think that's the thing is that it's like a maintenance. Oh, thing. it's the ironic purchase. Yeah. It's got like a little computer inside it. All it's right, got a little keyboard. I, I think the point is, it's got is that... cherry red switches on that thing. Nah, I'm all about cherry, please. I'm afraid, Callum. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, I don't keep up. <laughs> <sighs> I've been getting really into keyboards. That's bad. Um... Lastly, uh, our new kit news is a new grade again. We're, we've got entry grade RX seventy eight two. Entry grade. I'm going to read the the summary. 
To celebrate Gumpla 40th anniversary, Bandai Spirits has announced the release of new version of Entry Grade 1144 RX-382 Gundam. The kit welcomes new variety of gimmicks and style in building Gunpla. Compared to the other first grades and any other basic grade models, this kit offers extended articulation and great amount of detailing provided with amazing colour separation. The kit also eliminates the use of sprue cutters and the use of stickers. Wait, what? Yeah. How does that's... it? It's super basic. It's like two runners. Yeah, it's two runners. It's one How do you not need cutters? A one white cut. It's going to be that little sprue that doesn't have any gate mark on it. It's going to be like the push out one, you know, like on the harrow and stuff. Oh. Like that head, though. Looking at how the head goes together, looks that looks great. Like, yeah, I'm all for that. 770 yen. That's nothing. That's like five quid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's super cheap. And it looks great for having like no stickers or paint. It looks fantastic. Like, I just wonder Sometimes what the articulation is going to be like. Sometimes it's nice to have a, a more basic model because it looks more like the anime version. Like I've got the MG yeah. RX seventy eight two, and it's great. It looks awesome, but it doesn't really look like the thing in the anime. Yeah, which t- to be honest does look shit because it's like have, have you seen <laughs> forty years old? Will have you seen the Masquerade two point of the Gunman? Uh, I don't. Oh, I've probably seen it at some point. Yeah, Is that I'm, much different? Give it a Google. It's, it looks really cool. Okay. Give because that is the model that's based off of the anime. Uh, the Masquerade based off the anime artwork of the RX-78 too. Right, yeah, I quite like that. It it does, yeah. To me, that's the anime. Yeah, And they it, did an origin version as well, didn't they? Which I, it, I didn't like. It was a bit weird. Yeah, the, the 2.0 um, is a bit like more roundy boy, loads, way basic. It doesn't have as much surface detail. Yeah, but it looks great. Like that looks like the animation model to be to me anyway. Yeah, I'm not really actually that fussed about like articulation and stuff. I just want it to be a cool figure that looks like the thing from the show I like. That's that's it. You figured it out. <laughs> um, shall we take a little break, boys, before getting onto an extended bit? Let's yeah. do it. Thanks. Let's all go and have an ice cold Maxibon from the freezer. Oh. Hello, we are back from our break where we have stopped crying over the sold outness of an excellent horror mug. And we're here to talk about some video games. So, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, Gundam Versus got a. finally got a Western release in the UK. So, yeah. this is not Gundam Versus, which released three years ago, Gundam Versus. This is the arcade port of Gundam Extreme Versus Maxi Boost on. It has like 183 Gundams in it. We've all been playing it. I think it is single-handedly responsible for me being so jazzed about Gundam again. I think it's for all of us, isn't it? We've mm. all been a bit buzzed about Gundam, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because it's such a light, a love letter to the game. Like, it's, it's so good. And, you know, because we have felt so strongly about the game, we're going to give it away <laughs> to one of you. Oh, ho! Lucky Whoa. listeners. 
So we've got to go for Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost on. Uh, it is a European code. Uh, but if you're elsewhere, you can just make a PSN account and use it. So it's not that much big of a deal. Um, it's on the Sony PlayStation 4. It is on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. And all you need to do is to join our Discord, uh, which you can find by visiting Twitter or the show notes. Go to the channel Maximum Bonanza and guess how long it's taken the late Sam Smith to finally complete his perfect grade Exia. That's all you need to do. Um, moving on from that, what do you think about the game, lads? Bloody good, isn't it? Pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, it's. Just... Do you want to give us give like a if anyone's not familiar with the game and how it works? Uh, you're probably best placed to to describe it. <sighs> okay, it's um, certainly not something I grew up playing. So yeah, it's it's like a of. part of a long running Gundam versus series. I think it started mm-hmm. with Gundam versus Zeta Gundam on PS2. I mean, it was always an arcade game, and uh, ever since then the series kind of sort of. You know, kept gradually evolving until they released Gundam vs. Gundam. This was the first game that had, like, crossovers between all different Gundam um, franchises in that sort of style. So the combat's kind of like 2v2. Um, So you have an overall meter, a cost meter, if you will. And uh, certain suits cost certain amounts. So if I wanted the ground Gundam, it cost 1500 But if I wanted the, you know, Strike Freedom with all of its guns, it cost 3000 So... You have to manage your cost meter, and it's very fast-paced. It's like virtual on. It's like third-person, super arcadey. You got like your basic moves, melee moves. You got to manage a boost gauge. It's it's really deep. It's really really deep. It's like a fighting game, basically. I think um, knowing that it's a fighting game helped me understand it a bit better because you think of a, a game where you play as a Gundam and you can fly around and shoot other Gundams. You think in your head what kind of game it's going to be. But this sort of, the way it handles and behaves is quite different. Like, imagine you're playing a 3D fighting game, like, I don't know, a Soul Calibur, where you move around another opponent. Except in this, there are, what, two other opponents? So you can switch between targets. So you can't move the camera yourself. You've, You've got to be switching between one of two targets. And that takes a while to get your head around. At least for me, it did. And I think, like... A, a difficult part of getting into it as well is picking which mobile suit you want to kind of learn. Because you yeah. can like pick one and piss about for a bit, but you've got to know what the, your tools are. So like yeah. some Gundams have like big beams, which I think you Bambi really like, right? Mm-hmm. I like a good was it Garobi? Yeah, it's called a Garobi. So like, why don't you explain your play style? Okay, uh, I like to basically annoy people into coming close and then shoot them and then when they're far away i like to shoot them some more um if they get close i might tap them a little bit and then shoot them some more and then run away so yeah irritation so, uh, <laughs> primarily so you're like a keep away kind of I person am, definitely. but i'm the complete opposite so i play the afrit which is like super low cost it does really high damage but you just have to get in on them Mm-hmm. So I have moves like that get in and like sort of freak people out and have super long combos and things like that. Um, it's really good. It's really good, but it's 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 been a it's been a sort of learning curve to get into it. Yeah, for sure. It's a little incomprehensible. Yeah, there's no tutorials in the yeah. game anyway. But there is a really good, I think, uh, community oh, yeah. one, isn't there? 
Yeah, that's incredible. Like a huge Bible with very high res animated GIFs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hundreds of pages. Yeah, mm. it's yeah, I think that does definitely make up for the, the, the lack of clarity at the start. I think coming as someone who doesn't know nearly anything about Gundam, I was initially confused because I was like, all right, which screaming small boy am I going to be in a robot? But after a while, I think you it, it kind of... You can you can check for tools, you can check for like the skills, and it, you get used to it. It's kind of like Smash Brothers, to be honest. As a complete outsider, and sorry if this sounds heretical or anything, but it, you know, the, one great thing about this game is that all the moves are kind of consistently mapped on buttons. So you know that if you're going to press one shoulder button, you're going to more often than not get a melee attack, a special melee. So you know what you're doing roughly every time, and then there's the whole amount of fun of like finding out what each suit does. And there's 183 suits in this game, which is insane. If you're thinking fighting games, that's just nuts. Yeah, I think I think one advantage I think we had, uh, Bambi, over you was that we actually knew kind of what each suit did or had or was equipped with, whereas mm. you kind of went in there not knowing, and that seems insane to me. It was fun. I like Discovery. I think, like, as someone that likes individuality in games and, like, finding my own niche uh, of annoying people, like, I think this is such a good game for it because there is one suit for everyone, like, guaranteed, whatever your play style, if it's the most melee melee or if it's, like, just taking one pot shot every five minutes, I can instantly think of two suits for that. Um, yeah, and it's really got me into Gundam, to be honest. As you say, that like, I'm super jazzed about Gundam in general because, you know, I started this before I started watching it. I think we're having pretty regular nights where we all play together and we're all getting better. We're all going up in the rankings. Like the online is kind of busted, but yeah. Know, yeah. It's, it's, some, some, some modes don't work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, there's quite a lot of veterans about as well. Um, yeah. You'll find the even people killers. who, yeah, yeah, there's killers and even the non killers are still killers by normal standards, but they're fun mm. and they're, you know, everyone seems polite and friendly. It's, you know, you can't chat directly, but it doesn't seem like toxic. No one's spamming emotes or anything. Um, yeah, voice text, you, so yeah. You have like, uh, like pre configured text messages you can send to your friend, like, oh, I need help or uh, cover me or I'll go forward and you stay back. And I think that really helps with it. And mm. everyone says thank you at the end when you play a match with them, which is really nice. Games are really quick as well, so you're not ever like, too wound up over any one game yeah like they can be super quick like sometimes they feel like they're less than a minute um but other times they're these like epic drawn out battles that you know you're chipping away at people for ages or someone's just managing to cling to life for for long enough and it's like that was really fun i think we were playing last week and we happened to find a suit each that we were quite enjoying and it turned into this like like marathon where we just played the same four suits for like over an hour because mm-hmm. we were like loving mm. that setup it just sort of happens and we we're like like i remember sam was getting frustrated with the afrit was like oh, i have to figure that one out and then bambi you and me were like having a fight to the side and like figuring out what our suits could do mm-hmm. and it was just very well balanced somehow yep yeah, mm. yeah. i think it helps that i think we're all sort of similar skill levels in terms of like team compositions as well so and i think um like i initially started playing as melee suits like the the barbatos because i don't know i just thought i don't understand so i'm just gonna swing my big hammer and punch people but actually (laughs) as soon as someone suggested i try ranged and i was like the heavy arms it made me think a bit more about what i was doing and using the space of the arena rather than just going all out and 
I found myself doing a lot better and was like, actually, I can quite enjoy playing as range. So I then moved to like the Gunner Zaku, which is really cool because it just has these massive blasts and like three different assist suits. Um, so no matter who you play, there's like a fun in figuring out what they can do and how you can use it. And I'm still being surprised today by like, you know, the other day I got in the Delta Plus and found out I had some cool parry. And I was like, that's awesome. And when you figure that out, you're like, oh, cool. I want to do that again. So then you mess around with that one. Mm -hmm. And it's just like endless combinations of like things you can do. Um, And then you go online and someone absolutely destroys you. You (laughs) Terrible about yourself. Uh, My win rate has gone up significantly since I picked up the Afri online. I'll say um like people just don't know how to deal with something that's quick and can kind of freak you out a bit uh like the damage isn't massive in comparison to a lot of the other mobile suits in the game but once you're in there you're like you're fucking in and once you're in their head you they're, they're on tilt like they're like oh shit i can't do that again so it's good to sort of creep on people and kind of kill them <laughs> but, the most overwhelming thing i find is just the hud like Sometimes it feels like there's oh, more yeah. HUD than there is game. Mm, you can uh, change that. It's a though. Japanese video game, as it turns out. <laughs> there's another thing there. I think that that's worth talking about is the amount of customization you can do. There's like you can reskin your HUD, but it's not like five choices. There's 237 different HUD designs you can choose that's from. Insane, yeah. isn't it? Like if- so, they they go by mobile suit, and then they go by series, and then they go by faction within a series as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's nuts. Yeah, and you can befriend a, a Navi. Uh, it's kind of like your, Bridge I guess, your, yeah, yeah, your Alexa for Gundam talks in all the menus and stuff. And if I knew any of the characters, I'd probably be like, like really hyped about it. But I just, yeah, I just chose a few at random and now I'm best friends so, with them. Wait, there's there's more than just Haman Khan? Well, apparently so. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> you you can level up your intimacy with them as well. You get like little hearts the more you play with a navi. So um, yeah, we've all, we've all enjoyed romanticizing with them. Haman Khan. Haman Khan. Step on me. She she finally stood on me the other day um, after I leveled up my intimacy with her. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think we had a bit of of, of you Bambi getting into Gundam. So. I think we'll roll onto our feature because it kind of flows quite nicely. You played this game. Yep. You thought it was great. Yep. So, what else got you into Gundam then? Oh, I don't know. Like, I, well, I do know. I'm going to tell you why. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, first I'd like to say that I think up until a very recent point, I was utterly confused as to why Gundam was so big, if that makes sense. And this is no offence to everyone, and I'm super hyped about Gundam now. But so, from so an... why don't you tell us a bit about yourself as well, like Ooh, okay. what you're into and stuff. So I am a miscellaneous video games industry worker. I'm sure you can find where work if you really want to. But um, I have been like into like Japanese gaming and stuff like that for ages, Japanese culture and things like that. But Gundam really like passed me by, whereas I fell into more like just like video games mainly. Um, but you know, like to me, like Gundam always seemed like a million identical robots and a lot of shouting 
and that that was my exposure to Gundam. Yeah, that is pretty much it. Yeah, but there's 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 so much more to it, and it's so like much more exciting. And like uh, the moment you start to actually kind of dip your toes into it, like it it grabs you really quickly. So I I had no experience, but then I got into some chats with you guys and uh, Sam, rest in peace. um, That just kind of got me even more hyped. So the the advice um, was to watch the movies to start off with. Um, and I had the caveat, as I'm sure everyone listening is aware, that the movies are not the uh, best paced or edited versions of the original. Was it three series, one series, 48 episodes series. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So they, I mean, they did an incredibly admirable job condensing it all down. But it is uh, sometimes it is confusing. I think Amaro's mum is a particularly confusing point because at one moment <laughs> she's laughing, then she's happy, then she's shouting, then she's ashamed, then she's on the floor crying, and then she's gone. And that's that, that's, that's <laughs> no, I think that's the experience that you were intended to get from Amaro's mum. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a theme I think in the in, you know, admittedly having only watched that and a couple of episodes of Zeta that parents aren't particularly good at the moment. You're not you're not like a little bit into Zeta Bambi. Like, well, four's, four is away. Like you're in like late Zeta. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The speed at which you've done this is quite incredible. I yeah, think. I think it's a testament to like how addictive this show is i mean like just from the start like of the movies the animation is just superb i didn't realize it was 79 was it when it started Mm -hmm. that's Mm. just that's obscene like it it looks incredible for that time alone but it still like holds its own as just something that looks just uh i don't know it has such a feel to it and such a vibe and it's just so like um it feels current despite being so old as well. Like it's very, very timeless. I, I think you, you see a lot of tropes being established in yes. Gundam where you've seen them elsewhere now, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Mecha in general, uh, the, the, the lead character being, you know, in my eyes, quite a dickhead, but everyone falling in love with him. That kind of that kind of that's anime. That's like the initial anime. It's like there's always like a brunette haired guy that is like has some imperceivable talent that he embraces suddenly, and then everyone falls in love with him. And I've seen that a million times. But in this, it's actually carried off really well because he's like Amaro is quite balanced. Like everyone, you know, everyone just slaps him about basically until he does something. And it's the same with Camille as well. Like if he gets out of line, you know, he gets a slap or a boot and told, you know where to get better and you can see the improvement and i really like that it's quite nuanced in a way um but yeah surprisingly mature as well isn't it like yeah. for uh, a, you know an early cartoon if, mm. you know um <clears throat> it's it goes into themes and that you know are rarely even tackled today like there's a bit where amaro is kind of messed up and depressed because he realizes that he's you know from the zeon perspective he's you know caused atrocities and, and killed people who are mm. loved mm. um and it, it goes into a lot of things that you like actually for something that came out in 1979 that was primarily used to sell toys it's um quite mature and grown up and and serious than you'd expect yeah and the, the yeah the themes it addresses are crazy like yeah war atrocities you know like the whole morally the gray morality you see in a lot of like Japanese TV culture and anime and things like that of like everyone's got a motivation and I think that's really powerful in this uh, especially in the movie is that everyone does have a really well defined and driven like motivation and you see it and you you end up feeling sympathetic for a lot of the characters that you wouldn't expect to feel sympathetic for um, and there's no like standout hero as you'd see in American media of the time um, it's just 
just really cool and it's really balanced. And the the movies itself like has driven me to binge watch twenty six episodes of Zeta straight after that. So how, how are you <laughs> feeling about Zeta at the minute then? Uh, I I I really enjoy that. Like I I understand that the one after with double double Z double Z is mm-hmm. a bit lighter in tone. So I'm I'm personally yeah. a fan of the darker tone. Um, and so well, I'm really enjoying this. I think like it handled a lot of things really well. Like it managed to give backstories to nearly every character that died, which I find really like impressive that they fit this into an episode. Um, so yeah, no, I'm loving it. I still don't like Camille, but he's getting better. Um, is every is every child a new type? Is it just kids? No, no. Not okay. every child is a new type, but only certain people are new types, and okay. they are mostly younger. Yeah, uh, yeah. I do find so, that. What what you'll find with Double Zero is that it starts off lighthearted and then mm-hmm. it kicks back into full depressed mode. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's quite a shift. Yeah. I think it's we after the Moon Moon episode, through? isn't it? Yeah, it's after the mm. Moon Moon episode. Straight after, it's just like whoa. <laughs> there's a Moomin crossover. That's... Yeah, the Moomin crossover is okay. a great point in Gundam history. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, the Moomin crossover is is when things get really dark. <laughs> that's the that's the turning point. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's cool. I I still don't know who really the the bad guys are. Like AUG, like I suppose they're supposed to be like good because they're all cool and happy and perky and you spend time with them. But they really like they lean into the child labor pretty hard, don't they? Yeah. Like yeah. most of their staff are children, and some that like, I can't stand. Far, far. Because she is a bad pilot, she is bad at her job. She should not. <laughs> she should not trip people up and get into mechs and fly away and try and get into combat. Like if I was her superior officer, she'd be straight off. She'd be out the airlock straight away. I guess away. it's out of desperation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but there, there was a, there was a was it Rakoka Rikoka Rakoa yeah Rakoa. There we go. Thank you. Sorry for the heresy again. But she was available at that time. She was good. Um, but Far was insistent, and I find I find that interesting that they're still using like not great child labour. But yeah, yeah that is a, that is a persistent theme. Like, <laughs> like you'll find this, and that's fine because again, you're selling toys to real life like kids and adults, and I think it's it's good to balance the age groups out. Um, so, so what's your what's your list after after Zeta? What does that look like? Are you going to go back and look check out the nineties OVAs? Are you going to spin off and watch Iron Blooded Orphans or something? Like, oh, see, so plan? Sam Smith, rest in peace, has done me a nice a nice guide, uh, and he is a he's a UC man. I've understood what UC is now and the the point of UC. Um, so I'm going to stick to it and I'm going to give Double Z, Double Z a try. Uh, Charles Counterattack as a movie mm-hmm. apparently is pretty good. Um, Unicorn, having looked at the, the, the uh, Unicorn earlier today, I kind of want to see it to justify getting that <laughs> ridiculous LED covered yeah. monstrosity. That is a thing where you feel like you have to watch a series just I do. to justify purchasing it. That I happens do. quite a lot. <laughs> I do, and that's what's kind of stopped me from spending all my money right now, because I am so <laughs> on. Like, my finger is hovering over every single, like, add to cart that I see, but I just haven't found one in the series um, I'm watching. Do you, do you know there's a series about building Gundams? <laughs> <laughs> It's really good as well. It's incredible. I'm watching it again. Right is that now. is that Gim and Bull's Build Divers? Mm, it's a spin off of that's a spin off of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but okay. yeah, that that's the thing. Like once it's got you, it's it's, it's got you. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's also very rewarding, I think. Like, <clears throat> it's a good Double Zeta is a bit of a slog. The first half is not good, but it, it ends up as one of my favourite Gundam shows. And Absolutely. watching it makes Unicorn more rewarding to watch mm. because you've got sort of these snippets of things that came before. I think, yeah. like, it is quite daunting, isn't it? It must have been for you seeing, like, all these different Gundam shows, like where on earth do you start? Like yeah. you literally need a guide to watch it. Yeah, but yeah. It, it it is worth it in the end. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's you know it's good. Uh, it's such a good thing to have like a community. Like I'm sure you guys have it with the people on the Discord. Shout out the Discord and um, like just all the people that have helped me and talked to me about it. That there is this guide into it. Is it because it is super intimidating, but it's so rewarding when you get into it. And to go back to the original point that I said about you know like Gundam to me was just a load of different robots that look the same i now understand why like because it's an iterative process to develop gundam you know like the 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 ones you see in later series are built on years and years of tech and there's new tech introduced we'll talk about like the gd gn reactor earlier Mm. um you know and all this tech comes in and then develops it and you change the sizes and i think that's just made it so much more like fascinating and interesting and it gives it so much more context um, the moment you start getting into it. So yeah, like having people just to hold your hand through that is really, really good. I mean, that's why you're here. Like it's so, it's so good to have like a fresh perspective because I think it reinvigorates the rest of us as well. Mm. Like, cause I think over the last sort of year or so we've been, we've become kind of jaded, right? Like we've done less shows. We've not mm. been as into Gundam as we have in the past. But it, yeah, it's fun absolutely. to be excited again, right? But you know what? Gundam's been going for 40 years, so it's like it's not like we can be yeah. 100% all the time because we'd literally just die. <laughs> Tomodo sure ain't. Yeah, exactly. He is still senile and still making movies. <laughs> so, Gumpler Bambi, yes. like, talk to me. Like, What are you thinking? Where's your head talk at? Talk to me. You've been is... on this ride. You know there's plastic crack on the side, yep. waiting for you to sniff it up. Yep. So, here's. We know you've got questions. <laughs> it up. Let us know. Yeah, I'm still going through my basics right now because I don't want to commit to anything that I will uh, get completely confused by or just go the wrong way about. I'm still looking up the basic things about grades uh, just to understand like what I should be looking at for my one, my kind of like ability, I guess, with like the finer details um, and two, just to like understand the the value for money proposition. I guess I've been looking through them. Like I think I'm okay with most of them and I understand roughly what the benefits are. I still don't understand why SD grades exist and what they are <laughs> uh, because they are terrifying, I think. That's true. <laughs> SD's like pretty much incomprehensible. So it's like the main like BB Senshi SDs. Um, then you got your Sangoku Soketsuden SDs, which are based off the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. So each Gundam is a character from Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Mm. Um, and it's quite fun to see what suit they pick for which character and things like that. Um, they have all sorts of same kind of sublines within SD as well. So you got like. SD cross silhouette and those SDs have a frame and then you've got a, like a different SD which is way easier to paint and uh, like more customization leany like yep. it's it's wild I don't get it <laughs> just yeah. ignore I've it. never thought about that really before the SD encompasses so many different sort of lines mm. like so all these weird different kind of shapes and scales and you know S- archetypes S- SDCS is the best one the, that that is where you will find the best kits. Um, I've got an SD just under my monitor. 
I have an SDCS RX 78 2, and it's really good. They also nice. take about five minutes to build. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. the most part. Yeah. Mm. I think there was. If you're, if a, you're a, a pro. Shows. <laughs> well, yeah. There are loads of SD shows, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're not like. There's a pilot in this suit. It's like the Gundam is the character, right? Yeah, yeah they and are. It's got eyes. Dudes. Yeah. <laughs> and it blinks. <laughs> fucking a, a bit gun- like Transformers. A Gundam blinking just fucks me up in a way that I can't comprehend right now. Like, oh. just wait for the the, the live action movie. It's gonna like this Gundam yeah. has blood. Hello, I am Gundam Prime. <laughs> Winks to the camera. It's gonna fucking die. Okay, I'm gonna avoid that then. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'll steer clear of SD for now. Um, tools are also something that. I'm not confused about. I think, like, kind of like the Go. game, it's quite easy to get into it. Like, the requirements for getting into mm. this are quite low. Like, I need a pair of nippers. Yeah. And maybe that's enough for some kits, if I don't mind random bits uh, of sprue sticking out. But then there's the additional kits, and, like, uh, it'd be good to ask you guys, actually. Like, what gear do you guys have? Um, and what do you kind of swear by? I think that... You can have some nippers and a craft knife, and you're good to go. You can make anything to a really good standard out of the box with just those things. Mm. I reckon. Mm. Like for for a long time, I didn't use anything else but a knife and nippers. So as sharp as possible. Yes. Um, Three times as sharp as the regular craft knife. There are like good brands of mm. like knives and nippers to get. Um, like nippers, less so. It's more the knife. Like you just want to get a really sharp one. Like, okay. I use a Tamiya design knife. Um, you can also oh, find well, it under I the think. name Alpha Knife. Okay. Um, those are really good. They're like surgical-grade knives. They're tiny. They get into all the little cracks that you need to get to. Like, I'd recommend for, like, a beginner, like, maybe some, like, l- sandpaper of some kind or sanding mm. stick. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. If you if you go down to Primark and get one of them nail buffers, you know you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it really depends, like, to what level you want to go as well. Like, you can you can take a HG and and make it look like better than any perfect grade in terms of detail, because people go super insane with like carving their own details, adding weathering, painting oh, yeah. parts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> adding customized pieces. Um. For me, I prefer just a straight build, so I just build out of the box. Um, you know, there's sometimes you want to, you might need to touch up something you've not done right. So yeah. um, there's odd cases like that, but generally speaking, yeah, a knife and clippers is all you really need to get like Into a it. good looking thing. Yeah, I think I think the step above that is probably panel lining. So like yeah, the little grooves sure. of details like that. That is like the single thing that you can do to make your model look significantly better for the least amount of effort. Okay. Um, so I think you can get Gundam markers of a certain type that pour into these little cracks. You get ones that you can draw into. You can do it with paint. Like there's oh, loads okay. of different methods. So like shadowing do. and detailing. So they have different colors or they... No, it's more like, you know, like the little detail lines yeah. on a Gundam. So yeah. That, like... It's less for shadowing and more for just like highlighting that the panel is there because okay. if it's in the bare plastic, then it just doesn't stand out. Mm. Yeah, so it's for giving it some pop. 
Yeah. But you could literally just use like a drawing pen that you get from. Yeah, was, one of those I was about micron, to say Holland and Barrett. That's that the right? wrong shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like any micron. craft shop, you know. Yeah, one of those ones you get from the body shop. All right, I'm going to the body shop. Does that exist? Still? Okay. <laughs> oh shit! Wrong advice. Top I'm advice. Sorry. Number one advice: body shop. That'd okay. be a great challenge to like pick a shop at random, and you have to customize a Gundam with things you bought from that. shop. You know what? I don't think the body shop would do too badly, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. You got your nail clippers, right? Or nail scissors. Mm-hmm. You, get, you can get a little knife, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? You get your little nail sanding bit. The, you ready? Some eyeliner or something. Yeah, they do yeah. makeup. I think. Hang Liquid oh. eyeliner. Yeah, also, even some like nail polish. Yeah, sorted. Customising your Gundam at the body shop. Free marketing campaign. Yeah. Better than Greg's. For yeah, the Gundam. <laughs> the, the thing is with this stuff, Abby, is that like the, the sky's it's the limit. Paddleated with gravy. <laughs> to start off with, just get like some basic nippers, uh, maybe a cutting mat, I've a got good one. knife, yeah, yeah. and a sanding stick, and something to ha- to panel line with. And I'd say that's what I'd take give to you and say, okay, you'll be happy with the Gundam that you make with these tools. Fantastic. Yeah, don't forget to get the kit as well. That's <laughs> also. Fairly important. <laughs> Just sitting yeah. at the desk, staring at a blank cutting mat for ages. Yeah, yeah the the the, the <laughs> big kicker was that I was out in Japan in December, um, and I went to the store in Fukuoka, Canal City. I don't know if it's a flagship one, but it was large, and everything was there. And I could have bought mm-hmm. so much. Like I had another <laughs> suitcase that I didn't end up filling because I was just predicting buying a lot and then just ran out of time. But I like that's going to go down as one of my biggest regrets because everything was super reasonably priced as well because it's you know yeah. in Japan. You know, got that shipping cost. Oh man, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I think Will did the same thing, didn't you, Will? Yeah, I. I mean, I was into Gundam <clears throat> when I was in Japan, but not enough to like buy Gunpla. And there are photos of me like in front of hobby shops with like glass windows full of this amazing gunpla that you probably can't find anymore. I'm just pointing at it like a massive idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I bought my first ever gunpla in Japan. Oh yeah? Just the, the high-grade Gundam when I was over there once. And then the second time I was there, I bought quite a lot more. And then <laughs> shipped it back home. <laughs> So I got the I got the chance to redeem myself. I mean, you can buy Gundams in other places that aren't Japan. Oh yeah, I was going to ask: Can you do this? Can you can you shout specific places? But uh, do you have any I recommendations? Our, our go-to, I think, on the pod for a while has been Banzai Hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, super cheap prices, uh, low shipping. Uh, they've never done me wrong, honestly. Um, I think other sites like 1999.co.jp or Hobbylink Japan or HLJ, um, you'll struggle with if you're importing. Uh, that's not to say we don't have a few good homegrown stores. Uh, Hobby Frontline, they sell a lot of like supplies and, and kits and stuff and a lot of P-Bandai stuff, so a lot of the harder to get stuff from there. Um, we've got a code with them, Gumpler Club 5 off, and you get 5% off. <laughs> Lovely. Um they're good. I've I've ordered some stuff from them before. Um, yeah, the, I think it's just like it's super community based. So it's literally just a guy who's importing all this stuff over, and he runs it himself. Um, so Hobby Frontline, if you don't want to wait, 
Uh, Banzai Hobby, if you want to get cheap kits. Uh, the Side 7 export seems good, but I have yet to verify that. Um, Even Amazon can be decent, like, depending on their I f- stock. I found with, like, COVID, like, a lot of the prices are quite bumped on Amazon uh, right really? now. Yeah. Um, if you want a quick fix, Amazon Prime, you'll find stuff on there, but you will be paying for it. Um, I, I guess it's know the yen price of whatever kit you're looking at. Mm. If you're if you're shopping around mm. uh, and want to get it in the UK, because a lot of them mark up significantly. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, Banzai Hobby for all your basic stuff. You can find everything there, like tools, nippers, kits. You can get started with a whole lot. Yeah, I think in terms of which gunplay I want first, like I'm, I'm not sure. Like I'm torn between quite a few. There's there's like the I really like the uh, we we talk about this in in the break, but the what is it the GM gem, just yeah. the just the basic like ones I see all the time in all the episodes in the films. Just like it's kind of weird that I want the like least important mobile suits just to be on my no, desk. No, they're cool. Like they just seem quite cool. But I mean, there's there's ones yeah. I play. In, the game is also like a great way to upsell Gundam because like. I've seen so many that I love the kits for now, just mm. because I've played it in the game. Like I do, kind of want the Gaia. Um, there's good MG Blitz as well. Uh, there's the Dynamis. Dynamis. The Dynamis is supposed to be fucking. Yeah, it looks it looks like. phenomenal. Just like the 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 articulation and the poses you can get out of it. It's just like just badass. Um, kind of gumpler and yeah, I've got a shopping list basically. And I'm just just <laughs> waiting for the right time, and I think having this discussion means that I'll probably maybe check out a couple of websites after we've recorded and put How in an order. Significant other feel about uh, you getting into another hobby. She has to put up with a lot of me clicking buy buttons on things. If I look around, I have a lot of like because just as like part of your personality, I've known you for a good few years now. And yep. You go in hard. Whenever yeah. you go in something, you go in hard. Yeah, I best way to do it, man. <laughs> yeah, I kind I kind of overcommit. I would say, like, I have a lot of tapes <laughs> and tape Walkmans knocking about from a recent thing. I've got like random airsoft stuff, too many computer accessories, and I feel like I've taken up enough shelf space. But I'm working on a one-in-one-out. So I've said to the significant other, who is like the most sensible, awesome person in the world, she's very forgiving. If I sell one thing, I'll get one thing. So I've got a big list. So I think I'm okay. Like if I can get rid of five things, that's five. So I've got I've got a good solid shelf full. So I think I'm okay. The I nice, think I'm okay. That's a good system, man. The nice thing about getting Gumpler as well is you're not just buying a figure to put on your shelf to look at mm. for five minutes and then you kind of forget about it. You actually have to make it. And yep. not only does it give you more time to actually, you know, you you get some time out of what you've spent. But you also appreciate the, the finished product. And like, yeah, I built that. And there's, you know, might have been a bit you struggled with or a de- decision you made about which accessory it had or whether or not to put on a sticker where it becomes very much your own version mm-hmm. of that suit. So it's a really nice way to have, you know, we, we like buying things because we like having a physical manifestation of something we've seen on a screen that we like and yeah. we think is cool. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is a way to do it that sort of takes it to the next level. Yeah, it just seems yeah. like super, like, the actual process of doing it is just such a, not a zen thing, but it's such an involved thing. And it's such like, a, I can see doing it as kind of very much a get away from the desk 
get away from work or something. This just like it. take a break and then just build a little bit, build an arm or something. I think the beauty of it is is that you're not you don't have to look at a screen. So mm. for me, it's how I get away from a screen is yeah. I build some Gundams, put a podcast on or something, and that's it. Yeah, I got home from work, opened a little beer, put on some some records, and built a little bit of the crossbow. And it's just a nice way to sort of decompress from the stress of being a lion tamer. <laughs> One of the few places Mark Zuckerberg can't collect your personal data is through building a Gundam. It's very true. I, um, yeah, it's cool. And like, I I was I was super impressed after looking into like gunplay and stuff coming as like a complete outsider com- compared to things like hobby stuff i used to do like warhammer and things like that like color grading is just such a huge thing like painting warhammer was just the biggest faff any mm-hmm. of that like totally. it was too much ability for me it took away from just like the involvement with the piece because i was too worried that i make a smudge here and there just having like even on the most basic kits is having some color grading and color separation it just like i don't know it just makes it, it just removes such a barrier for me and it makes it so much more intuitive to just build it out yeah. and then then you have as you say your customization you can weather it you can like i saw a video where they like chromed one up and made it in like another one where they had like a joker uh kind of pattern on it with like laughter and stuff and i might not condone that but like <laughs> you can you can it's it becomes an option what, to you don't like jokes no i'm a dead pal. why so serious <laughs> anyway um oh man um but yeah, so I, I I think like having that as an option to take it to the next level is really cool because it's just the option. It's not the you have to do it. You know, it's not part yeah, of the yeah. thing. So you, you can go as deep into it as you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've I've like fully customized stuff before, but you know, it's it's a lot of commitment and I don't always have the time. So I end up just straight building most, if not everything, these days. So doing a bit of detailing here and there, but that's about it. Like. And it's good having that relationship with it where you can take it as far as you want when you want and going back when you don't. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm still I'm still waiting for a pilot that I really like. I've got a lot of like Gundam that I love the look of. Um they're often occurring in series I haven't seen and probably won't see like I am blooded orphans for a while. I might just jump into that simultaneously because I do like really like the models. I watched I am blooded orphans again the other week oh yeah how is and it it's all on netflix it's good the dub is good as well so if you want it on in the background oh. you're fine mm. um okay. that might be a good idea. I, I can't say that about build fighters because the dub is fucking terrible <laughs> um yeah i'm blooded orphans is a good standalone like you know all the gundam tropes now so mm. it, it kind of turns them on its head so that, that's what i'd say if you're looking to get into something that's not uc and you like the designs of it. Iron Blood Orphans is a good short and sweet one. In yeah. My opinion. And okay. the kits are good. The kits are really good. It's recent, so... It's different to something like Seed, which came out in 2002. Like, you'll look at the Blitz that you like and be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's from 2002 and the kit's, like, fucking... Mm-hmm. Made of steel, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of the ones that I main in um, Maxibon, uh, I they're all very emo-coloured. You know, they're all black and red Atticus <laughs> colour. That's God, I'm so old this show my age talking about this. But um yeah, and I kinda want a bit more colour in my life, so I'm gonna Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look around, I think. We'll just get yeah. a load of uh get a load of like Zeon Sakus. 
basic ones. Callum did the reverse. What's his name? And... Rambo Rao. Now he was a good. He was oh. a good lad. One of the greats. But he's oh. see thirty five years in old. Build fighters. Yeah, he is just in build fighters. Is he? <laughs> okay, yeah, where yeah. does that fit? Sorry, in the head in the canon. It doesn't. He's oh. just in it. Oh, yeah. okay. He, and he's got an itchy arse a lot of the time. He's got piles. <laughs> that's his, his thing. Rambo Rally's 35-year-old and he's got piles. I can't believe he's 35. If you've seen up to Zeta, I think there's already enough frame of reference in Gundam for you to appreciate Build Fighters. Okay. Yeah. It, it's basically a show that celebrates Gundam. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh, but instead mm. of putting down cards that come to life, it's like Gunpla. Yeah. It's all um, on YouTube. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Fantastic. It's really that's good. So good. I need to rewatch that. Maybe not the dub. <laughs> not the dub. Don't watch the dub. Take it from me. Any other questions? Um, I don't like. I think you've you've given me quite a good a good setup right now. I, I do want to know. Like, I I am a big fan of the music in this already. Like the theme, the opening theme for the first half of Zaya is oh, is yeah. so yeah. good mm-hmm. oh my god it's so good it's just like i wasn't born at the time well i probably was actually but i was like one year old at the time where it showed where it aired but i feel like i've i live in that time whenever i listen to that music because it's just like it's just the zeta soundtrack is fucking banging yeah just then all the incidental music and yeah so are there any like soundtrack choices that i should just go and find just because they're good songs Turn A is Turn a. a weird yep. and good one. Okay. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's totally it's well, worldy, I, I guess all of Turn worldy. A is. It's like Dead Can Dance. <laughs> it's yeah. like some sort of I don't know, it's like an ethnomusicologist's dream kind of. It's got this <laughs> sort of invented traditional music sound to it, you know? It's Yeah. It's, do you like the near like soundtrack? Something out of out of time. The near soundtrack. Hey, that's a good show. I've yeah, never played near. Like sorry. Oh uh, well. Have you heard the soundtrack to near? I've heard a couple of songs. Yeah, on recommendation. It, it's sort of like the near soundtrack. Okay. It's Tenno soundtrack. Cool. Um, it's lovely. It, it should be noted that don't go looking too hard. Like Turn A is supposed to be sort of the natural conclusion to every Gundam time. <laughs> okay. All right. So, maybe, okay. Maybe I'll hold off. Uh, yeah. It's just like so yeah, yeah. There's some cracking tunes already, and the Maxibon theme gets me, even though not many other people <laughs> like it. Um, no, I've, I've, yeah, I've got my shopping list. I'm building my basket. I think I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, victory achieved, huh? Shall we cut to a break before we do questions? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Welcome back to Gumpel Club, where we have slowly convinced Sean Bamberger to part with his money. Pretty much already um, there. Yep. So we've got Sticking some questions. It directly in the Patreon that we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> that we've only ever talked about for years. Um, so we've got some questions from the Discord and some from Twitter. So before we, we go into the questions on the Discord, uh, I just want to give a massive, massive shout out to uh, the English Otaku on Discord, who's organised our current group build that we have going on. 
Uh, it ends, and there is a MG prize. It ends at the end of this month, so you probably don't have a lot of time. Um, I also want to give, you know, uh, the English Otaku also deserves a shout-out for being one of our first moderators on the Discord. Like, the place is getting big, and it's hard to find good people to keep up and pick up the slack where it's needed. So your work is appreciated. And the same goes Very for much. Ensign J Thrash. Uh, good old Joey is a good lad, and he's also one of our Discord mods. So, you know, thanks for doing a bang-up job and keeping the place clean and tidy when we might not have the time to, you know, sort of crawl through it all, all the time. And, um, of course, don't forget about our podcast. Uh, our podcast, not our podcast. <laughs> Fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Also, don't forget to enter our competition on the Discord, where you are able to win a code for Gundam Extreme Versus Maxi Boost on uh, by guessing uh, how long it's taken the dearly departed Sam to build his perfect grade Exia. And you can do that just by posting your entry in the Maximum Bonanza channel. And yeah, with that, doesn't even have to be right. It doesn't have to be right. It doesn't. You don't care. We're we mental. don't even know. <laughs> we don't care. We don't even really know how long it's taken. <laughs> We're still trying to verify that information. Um, anyway, Discord questions. Our first one comes from Old School Skill. Now that Bandai has expanded their range with MGEX, what would you like to see added as an EX feature to the next MGEX release? I see. So, like, an, as an example, the unicorns LEDs. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I want to see like I want to see some fucking servo motors and something. Oof. Oh, you know what? That's a good shout. Yeah. yeah. Or like a, or like some sort of Arduino board inside a gun. Like some more like electronicy stuff mm. inside it. I guess that can control stuff. Mm. You know. What about right? near field communication chip <laughs> so you can just like load up your oyster card <laughs> just skate in about London town just tap in right. a friggin banshee right. off. <laughs> I'll, I'll, do, I'll do one further alright do the LEDs that's cool but why don't you put in the feet of the model kit she charging pads so that the lights come on when you put it onto a she charging pad I'll be well up for that. That's all right. How about Amazon Echo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's the Gundam Harrow. Sound would be like... good. That'd be nice. I think I would really like, you know, when the new types come face to face with each other and they get that I bling love it when the new noise. Types come. Yeah. 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 That, that coming Ooh. noise. No, the, the, the blinging noise, the kind of spacey bling. I want that to happen every time I walk past my Gundam just to make me feel special. Like I've connected <laughs> with the pilot inside. <laughs> Lala's screaming at you. <laughs> uh, I just want a real beam rifle. <laughs> God. Uh, next one is from Gomin. Gomine, what's your favourite tool? Myself. Uh, hey. hey. To Mine is the Los Angeles band Tool. <laughs> They're good. Mine is the Phillips screwdriver. Mine is the fabric. Next up is Ellipsis. <laughs> if you had one to give up one grade, high grade, master grade, or real grade, 
for the rest of your life, which one would it be and why? SD. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, so fast. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Would it be uh, controversial for me to say high grade? Yes. Yes. Mm. Okay, then I, I, I think high grade's cool because you get a lot of differences in high grade. Yeah, oh, but I'm yeah. sort of, I'm at the point, and we say this on every episode, I suppose, but I, I just don't, it's not enough return on my time investment to build a, a high grade at this point. It's got to be complicated so I can... I think I'd be happy if they killed everything but Master Grade, to be honest. That would Ooh. be cool, too. Just make Master Grades. I'd be oh, very shit. happy with that. God, you're the hero we didn't know we needed. Mm. Dustin says, who would win an eye fight between Camille and Judo? Judo. Judo. It, it would be Judo, wouldn't it? He's like a million uh, times harder and more street smart. Uh, Judo is the double zeta protagonist, Bambi. You'll okay, yeah, Judo. no, I don't think Camille's got knife skills necessarily, considering he can't okay, control he, anything. Nunchaku man. Um, he also has a follow-up question. Who will win in a knife fight between Callum and Will? Who will win? Will will oh, would shit. win. shit, what's happening? Will. What? No, I think, I will think would Callum, win. You've, you've got some yeah. flexibility I don't know. that I've Ca- lost. Callum like... has the speed, but Will has the power. This is the thing. <laughs> But what's more important in a knife fight, you know? Knives. <laughs> well said. Very well true. Said. I've actually got knives as well, so... <laughs> Winning. Shit. Well, you're like fucking Gabe Newell with your, like, knife collection. <laughs> I'm gonna have, like, eight knives appear from my backpack like funnels, and they're gonna fly about the place, <laughs> controlled by my brain. <laughs> and I, I don't do. want to hurt you, Callum. I'm more of a tote bag kind of man, so... It's <laughs> not gonna happen for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I don't, I've never heard of this person. Who's Nancy Drone? Uh, oh, yeah, it's my wife. <laughs> Nancy Drone asks, what's your favourite and least favourite type of plastic colour and or texture? I personally hate the dark grey connector colour because it shows stress marks so visibly. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it, does. it does. Any, like, dark blue. Yeah, Oof, dark blue. There's Any dark colour. Something about dark blue, with I don't know if it's just the, the plastic always seems like it's just that little bit less giving, you know. It's more mm. brittle. I think my more favorite brittle. kind of plastic is like the nice soft grey that we've started to see in the more modern kits. Yeah, oh, that's super nice. Like it was all it was in on all the IBO kits. Like that was super nice plastic. I like it. Yeah, or or I'm just your plain white because I, I feel like you barely notice mistakes on those. Yeah, it's, it's very easy to get away with. Murder. She follows up with, "What's your ideal color combinations on a suit?" White and blue, like Scotland flag, guys. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like orange. Oh, orange, orange, sassy, and exciting. Yeah, um, red because it goes faster. Uh, I think. Kind of a fan of browns and greens, to be honest. Like, I think there's some really nice earthy tones, but like the the outrageous pastel. Um, of the original series stuff is also very nice. Like pastel blues. Not pastel purple, that looks horrible. That's my least favourite type of colour, just from looking... You, you don't like the Gyan. <laughs> like a lilac. Yeah, the lilac stuff, <laughs> like you see on the Blitz, I think that's put me off getting it, because it just looks just tacky. It's really, really tacky. Yeah. I think Another one I hate is like anything metallic, like a, a shiny gold. It's like, no. Yeah, on a plastic. Oh, man, come on, oh. come on. Think of the MG... Yakushiki 2.0. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. That's though. a good one. Yeah. That's fine because it's plated. Like, I think we're talking about the the, the puke gold colour. 
Oh yeah, that's awful. And that's needs fucking to go. sucks. That's your Citadel paint pot bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sly move. dig there <laughs> at our sworn enemies. Oh yeah, fuck Games Workshop. Yeah, uh, you stink. They're they're you worth more than uh, British Gas, aren't they? Nuts. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I've been in their shops, the man. I can tell you, there's a lot of British gas in there. <laughs> <laughs> Venerable Discord moderator, the English Otaku asks, "What's the best gunpla to put up your bum?" Asking for a friend. Uh, I don't know. Anything spiky would be a nightmare, man. Like, not the new. <laughs> Oof. No. Or any seed kit. I reckon just, uh, can I say a harrow? harrow I was going to say that also. A harrow yeah. or a ball? Like yeah. A ball would do good? Maybe See, an- but the Crello looks like it's, you know, got the right sort of posture to to smoothly travel up your anus. Feel- However, <laughs> it does have two big blades on the front. <laughs> I feel, what's you know what? The, uh, what's, right. the, what's the big space elevator from G-Record? <laughs> 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 Shit. Uh, oh man! You but know that what? That is a wonderful euphemism. I think Zaku won because it doesn't have the horn and it's a bit smoother, isn't it? It doesn't have any of the spikes. It doesn't have the horn, but you and will. And it, oh, mate! Or the, the, the right Zeta in Wave Rider mode. Yeah. See. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 at guy. Yeah. yeah man, that would be the way big. it emerges from the deep. At guy. Oh, Z- Zagok would be pretty good as well. Zagok's quite decent shape on it. You want it curved at the top, otherwise well, it's going to okay. cause issues. Xeon Aquatic Suits. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. That's, that's, I think the, the secret is, go Xeon, go Aquatic. <laughs> there you B- go. Bring Water- lube. Waterproof. Now we're getting into water sports. <sighs> right. Moving on to Twitter. Spongy Material at Spoons asks, what P Bandai kits should be regular price kits? The kits that even a novice could recognise. Because, yeah, there are some pretty obscure kits that make sense as P-Bandai, like most of Advance of Zeta. <laughs> there should be no P-Bandai kits. There should be no P-Bandai. Uh, you know what? I got into this hobby when P-Bandai wasn't a thing. And you know what? We had all sorts of shit coming out. All sorts. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. all the weird recolors are P-Bandai, and it kind of ruins it, to be honest. All sorts yeah. of kits stick up your arse. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the arse-sticking kits. I'd say as a novice complete noob to it like just looking through it like a lot of the zaku stuff the recolors with the extra weapon i don't think that needs to be a p bandai does it that no. could be normal that could be a bit cheaper no if if you look on like delong.net or something at like previous master grade release histories you'll see how many of that how much stuff they did in the past of mm. that stuff mm. and now they just don't do it and any release like that is now just immediately p bandai like, yeah, I'd, I'd say the cool recolors of stuff because, you know, not everyone has the time to paint and and put the time in. So, yeah. you know, I'd like to see all that. I mean, they don't have to have this P-Bandai, like, it's just fake scarcity. They could just literally just do a smaller run and be like, okay, cool, here's some stuff, you know? Yeah, there's It's a- not like they, they're making a new mold. This is the thing. Exactly. They do, yeah. Yeah, there's there's some super interesting ones. There's the Gundam Exio repair parts one, which seems to have the crossbone cape on it, or some kind of cape like that. So, so, for example, Exio repair came out 
as a Master Grade normal release. Oh, really? Yeah, if you get the Exia Master Grade Ignition Mode, you get all the repair parts. Right. So they've just that was before P Bandai, and you know, yeah. ugh. Uh, anyway, like <laughs> I-, I want stuff that they'd make new molds for, as as normal releases. So, so stuff like the Pale Rider, the um, the Stormbringer, I, the Cubely Damned, Polypop Ball, all that stuff should be regular releases in my eyes. Yeah. Open the floodgates, Bandai, you shits. Yeah, look, <laughs> like, over the break, we took a look at P-Bandai kits, and we were like, oh my god, this stuff is so cool. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's, yeah, we don't get that with cool normal stuff, releases. Because yeah. uh, by, by design, the normal releases are safer and kind of bo- more boring. Um, moving on to the next one, should uh, just a nerd, Kuna Murphy asks, should the Gundam Mark II have a 3.0? Uh, I'll get back to you when I finish the 2.0. Oh, interesting. When was the 2.0 released? 2005. It was the first then, yeah. it was the first 2.0 era kit. And it does show its age a bit with its construction, but the design's good, like Yeah, if, historically if, the Mark II kits have always been pretty, pretty good, easy. right? Yeah. I mean there's, there's a there's a PG. Yeah, there's a PG Mark II and as I understand that's pretty decent. Crazy. As well. yeah. yeah. I mean Mark II is a hard design to fuck up, you know? For sure. It's a classic. Yeah, for sure. I uh, like to make small building uh, dioramas and just smash it all over them. <laughs> Blame smash! the Titans. Yeah. Stephen Mallon, Stephen Mallon 77 asks, are you looking forward to more Hathaway's flash kits whenever the movies inevitably release? Yes, because we still haven't had a G-Gun dab. So you'll you'll find this Bambi. You can play as the G Gundam in mm-hmm. the, in the game, right? Mm. We've not had a normal kit of that ever. Okay. Any yeah, any reason? Fun. No. Well, they were waiting for you to join the fandom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I hope they release <laughs> Thank it soon. God, you're here. Thank you. I know the Penelope is cool and all, but I want to see like more. I like the Mesa. I think that that if you've not seen it, I'll just get it. Uh, the Mesa looks uh, like an amazing HG, like, and it's supposed to be fucking massive as well. Like, it's like the evolution of all those Xeon designs that we've seen in the past. Oh Just, yeah, like a what a chunkster! Like, it's got oh. a bit of everything, doesn't it? Yeah, even like his little backpack, it just looked like tits. Look, scratch builders <laughs> go wild. Like, I want to see more of that stuff because I don't. I've never seen many Hathaway's Flash designs before, so. When is that out, though? It came out. Oh. It's out. No, um. I'm Googling. Oh, no. <laughs> Callum's about to buy a Oh, no, it was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, really? So, yeah, you may have heard of the COVID-19 pandemic. Do I dare click on the link for the Wikipedia COVID-19 pandemic? No. <laughs> I had a test for that today. That was fun. Oh, yeah, oh I had one of those. St- mm. What did you do? Do you have to stick it right up your schnoz? Yeah, right up my nose and my throat. You know what? You know what's Fuck really that. unpleasant about those kits, Will? Right? I think we probably did the same one, right? So they make you stick it down your throat first, right? And mm. then you have to shove it up your nose. So all that fucking back of your throat gunk, you have to smell. Hang on. Would you rather stick it up your nose and then down your throat? Yeah. Well, that's weird. Uh... No. What? Hang on! I can't be the only one who thinks that. That is that the right way around is throat then nose, yeah. No, it's nose then throat. 
Callum, Bambi, what do you think? I think you're right, Will. Because <laughs> that's wants like to eat their own COVID snot. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. No. I, yeah. Sorry, Simon. Yeah. Fuck you. You're all. a bogey-eating freak. And on that note, <laughs> that closes bogey. us out for this episode of Gumball Club. And before we go, I want to give a big, big shout out to Chopamon, who couldn't be with us today, um, because he is very busy working hard, hard on his game Paradise Killer. Um, wish list it on Steam today. You should wish list it on Steam. Give our boy some support because it looks like an amazing game. And as he's crunching uh, for its release, I'm sure we're all waiting to play it. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Genuinely. Really looking forward to that. It's going to be amazing. So keep working hard, man, if you're listening. And I'm sure you'll be on the next one. Uh, Will, what are our socials? Oh, God. Um, at <laughs> Gumpler Club on Twitter. At Gumpler Club. We can just do, do gumplerclub.com. Oh, it's all there. Good idea. Oh, shit. That's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Gumplerclub.com. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Callum. <laughs> We've got a website. Cool. Yeah. Callum changed... You changed the, what, the host of the podcast? And that was, gave it a fancy website? I did, yeah. Sorry to any listeners that had episodes just download for them. <laughs> that always happens. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. we got Gumplerclub.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and on our Discord where we are running that giveaway and uh, we will do another group build in the future. So watch out for that if you want to get involved in some community action. And thank you, Bambi, for joining us as our first, or what, what, one of our first ever guests. Thank you so much. It's incredibly insightful and I will be hanging out on your Discord, probably annoying a lot of people with questions um, uh, as I come sure to get welcome. into it. Cool. Thank you. It's been awesome. No worries. And that's us. Out. See ya. Bye. Should have killed me last year. (laughs) 